Hey there, thoughtful listener. What is your number one lead generation blocker? Head to upmyinfluence.com slash quiz to find out right now. That's upmyinfluence.com slash quiz, and I'll share why you aren't getting the intros and sales you deserve. We're also actively seeking guests for this daily commercial-free entrepreneur wisdom podcast. Agency owners, consultants, coaches, and B2B service providers, head to upmyinfluence.com slash guest, and I'd love to promote your expertise to our amazing audience. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Houston Goodwin. Houston, you are the president and CEO of 97Display. You're found on the web at 97Display.com. Thank you so much, Houston, for joining us. Yeah, absolutely. Excited to be here. Yeah. Well, give us an overview of what you do at 97Display. Yeah, so I actually run a, um, a marketing group. So I have a couple software companies in there. 97Display is the primary one. And so at 97Display, um, we have a lead generating website platform. Um, where we uh, facilitate uh, websites and like P- PPC ads and all types of digital marketing, uh, primarily for the fitness space um, all across the U.S. Yeah. How did you get into that? Um, so my background is sales and I was running a real estate team, uh, running sales at a real estate team in South Carolina and uh, just decided that I wanted to learn like the SaaS end, like recurring revenue rather than transactional. And um, actually started a little over five years ago at 97Display, um, running their sales and marketing team, and then have just uh, been able to work and take advantage of some opportunities um, here at 97. So yeah, so I've been here about five and a half years, started sales and marketing, and um, and mainly just did it for a new opportunity in the SaaS space uh, was, the, was the main reason for coming over. Yeah. Well, I would hope that you have an interest in martial arts yeah. So our, our, so martial arts is a, is a big niche that we're in. We also do a lot in fitness. Um, but our core focus for our company is to build great companies alongside great people. And so really for me, business is what I'm passionate about. So, you know, internally about building a great business with the staff that I have here, um, you know, holistically to give them, you know, a good place to work. Uh, Cause I believe giving someone a good place to work is one of the best things you can do. Um, it's one of the reasons why I'm on this planet. And so that's really exciting. And then for our martial arts schools and for our gyms and studios, um, you know, it's just equipping them to give them, a, give them uh, the ability to give people a good place to work out, um, you know, and seeing them thrive. And so I definitely have fallen in love with a lot of the aspects of like, you know, physical fitness and, and especially in martial arts, what they do to help their, the kids of their community, you know, grow in discipline and, you know, mm-hmm. respect and all these great things. Uh, but not really a background in martial arts. Um, so it's not like a, a something I do uh, a ton or I'm super involved with outside of my work. Um, but for me, I'm very focused on the business side of that, which I think brings a lot of value to our clients as well, because that's typically where they need the most help is on the business acumen side rather than on the, mm. you know, mm-hmm. how to teach their students, their, their art side. Yeah. So on your website for 97display.com, it, it it's, looks as though you do a lot of work on the website for the fitness studio, martial arts, et cetera. Um, but is it, be, it, do you work beyond just designing a great website? Yeah. yeah so we're Legion. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm, now I'm seeing what I'm seeing. 
There you go. So we have like a full suite, like a lead gen platform. So one unique thing about us is we're not a marketing company. We're a software company. Mm-hmm. Um, so we actually own the platform, um, you know, similar to like a WordPress or a Square or Wix. Um, and so it's specifically created and designed to stay up to date with the latest trends in the fitness industry. Um, and so we've, you know, really niched down into that. And um, so we do websites that does everything from SEO, you know, search engine optimization to make sure the community finds our clients. And then once they find them, convert them into leads. And then we have a suite of uh, lead follow-up tools, whether that's email automations or an app for lead follow-up, as well as um, a whole agency component with, you know, PPC for Facebook, Google, Instagram, things like that. What is the typical fitness studio or martial arts studio doing uh, before they start working with you on that front, on the marketing side? Yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know, that's a really big, you know, there's a lot of answers to that. I would say our biggest competition is uh, someone trading services for service. So they give, you know, a high school student, you know, you know, free monthly membership and they create a, WordPress site and put very little time into it. And so most people we work with, they look at their website as like that problem in the corner that they only have to think about every few months and they're not really getting much from it. Um, and so, um, you know, from that, from the inbound leads of like the Google and the good SEO and websites, typically most of our clients aren't doing a whole lot um, before they come into contact with us. You know, some are using similar companies to us and switch over, but a majority of our new business comes from people who just hired someone, either a family friend or, you know, somebody or themselves and put a little WordPress template site up that isn't doing much for their business. And the biggest problem with our industry is, um, you know, it's very low barrier entry, entry to be a marketer. Yeah. You know, you know, you can go sign up for go high level and pay 300 bucks a month and have a really good app and then get a really good sales pitch. And, um, I actually owned the martial arts school for a few years just to kind of learn the business. And, I get hit up still all the time on Facebook by people, you know, promising me the world and asking me for a lot of my money up front. Um, and so a lot of times people just are wary someone who to trust, you know? And yeah. so it's like, I've, I've been burned before. And so our message, you know, is always marketing is good. You know, it is worthwhile and there are positive ROIs. You just have to be careful where you spend that money. Um, and it helps, you know, we have 1500 clients that use our services um, and pay us every month, um, not on contracts. And so that gives us a little social proof to say, hey, there are other people in your shoes that are counting their dollars that find it worth it to, you know, invest in, in us, um, which helps. Yeah. What is some bad marketing advice that, that you see commonly dispensed to this industry, to your industry that you serve? Um, I mean, I would say the biggest thing that people get wrong is a misunderstanding between inbound and outbound Um leads and people will call it different things. So what I mean by that is an inbound lead is someone in your community who knows they have a problem. And this isn't for the fitness industry specifically. This is for any small business, right? Mm -hmm. But someone in your community, they know they have a problem and they are looking for a solution that you offer. So what do they do? They either ask family or friends. That's where you get word of mouth. But a majority of the time they get on Google and they search. So a lot of times people really find the Facebook and the world of like Facebook and Google and, or Facebook and Instagram ads attractive uh, because that's, you know, you spend money, you get results. You may get worse results than others, but you're always getting results if you spend the money. Um, And that's outbound. So that's, you're going to someone, I always use the example of, it's the guy on the couch eating a cheeseburger and he sees an ad for like, you know, fit over 40 or something, or it's like, I, I, I wasn't aware that I had a problem really. I wasn't looking for a solution, but this hook is interesting enough. The deal is good enough or I'm interested in like learning more. 
those are good lead sources. But where a lot of people get it wrong is if you don't spend any time on your SEO, you don't spend any time on the, com- the co- conversions of your website, you're missing the whole community that's actually looking for your services and they're just finding someone else. And those are the highest quality leads because these are people that are much farther down the sales cycle. Oh, yeah. Because they've made a decision at some level that they're ready to start the process of looking at, you know, purchasing a solution, which is what happened visiting your website. Yeah. Aside from um, automated email follow up, what are other ways that so let's say you have an inbound lead or, um, you know, someone kind of raises their hand and says, uh, you know, Aside from just, okay, now we're just going to hit them with emails every week or whatever, you know, or, or we're going to just plop them onto our newsletter, even worse. Yeah. Um, what else should a studio be doing um, when they have what I would consider to be a warm lead? Yeah. So a couple things. One, um, you should do whatever you're doing consistently over time. So you can track the results and see what's working, what's not working. Too many times people try something for a week and they go, well, this maybe works for so-and-so, but it doesn't work for me. Right. Mm-hmm. So one of the things I always tell my people uh, when I'm coaching them, like clients or things is time on task over time is what's going to get you the results. So you have to do over time. So that's the first step is you have to be consistent. The second step is if someone is giving their information, specifically if it's a warm lead, so they gave you their information not to like get a free book or it's like a, a pass to get to something else, but they're like asking for more information about the service you offer. Um, you need to consistently be pretty heavy on your follow-up for the first, in my opinion, 10 full days. So um, the first thing is first contact needs to be as fast as possible. So we have a thing called Instant Connect. So as soon as a lead submits their information on one of our websites, um, the owner actually gets a phone call from us. It's automated two seconds later. And if they're available, they just pick up the phone, they press one, and the lead automatically gets called less than 10 seconds after they submitted the information. So one, that's going to increase your first contact. But two, um, what I do is I have a thing, it's called 10 days of pain. So my whole premise for this, and this is for my company, 97, or another software company, or for my you know gym owners or any small business, the first 10 days that I can't get, that someone submits themselves as a lead, if I can't get in touch with them, I'm going to go through some pain to do my best to get in touch with those people. So just really quickly, a story that I always use for this is I bought a house um, a few years ago and it needed a fence, like the backyard needed to be fenced. So I paid a lot, you know, thousands of dollars for a fence and it, you know, I I went ahead and paid and then they're going to deliver it and then, you know, build it, you know, a month later or whatever. So a month goes by, I get a call from a number. I don't know. I'm at work. What happens? I send it to voicemail. Um, They leave a message. They go, Hey, this, Defense company, you already paid us thousands of dollars. We need to get in touch with you to set up a time to drop your stuff off and set up your fence. So I'm like, oh, great. You know, this is awesome. They already have my money. I've already been a customer. I really need to talk to them, but I didn't call them back because I got busy. So then the next day I'm in a meeting. I look down at that same number. Now I know who it is, but I don't have time to pick it up. So I let it go to voicemail. They leave me another voicemail. Well, this went on for five days because I was busy. <laughs> and on yeah. the fifth day they called and they happened to catch me at a good time. And I answered. So the reason I like to use that example is if I was already someone who had, they already had my money and I just needed the rewards and it took them five days to get in touch with me. Right. So if someone submits themselves as a lead and you call them once and it goes to voicemail and you leave them a voicemail, and they don't call you back. Don't t- be disheartened by that and say, well, they don't want to talk to me. You know? So for me, it's 10 days of either until they pick up the phone and say, stop freaking calling me. I'm calling them, texting them, emailing them. And I have a consistent schedule that I'm doing. 
So that way, if I want to change something, I'm only changing one variable to see, does it increase or decrease my like, you know, contact rate. And then once you get contact then appointment setting rate, and then once you set appointments then appointment showing rate, and then once you get that rate, then actually closing rate. So you're kind of just tracking those four conversations from talking to people to setting appointments, to getting them to show up, to closing them. Um, and the first one obviously is contact. Um, and so you got to give it 10 days, a lot of phone calls, a lot of voicemails. And the last of the voicemails and phone calls and texts is always the breakup. Hey, you know, I, I'm sure that you're getting these. I'm going to leave you alone. You know, some type of breakup, like I call it the breakup email or the breakup <laughs> text. And people respond all the time. Oh, no, sorry. Don't give up on me. Like, I've been busy. I wanted more information. Can we set up a time to talk? Um, but you just got to be consistent. Um, in this space, and, and it's a very noisy space. We're talking about fitness, martial arts, et cetera. How does how does a studio break through the noise and and um, you know kind of get that attention? Um, you know, you know, increase awareness. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of things you can throw money at. Um, but I'm curious about your perspective and consumer behavior for 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 this industry. Yeah. So Google um, has put out a lot of like research on this, and so one of the things mm -hmm. that Google always talks about is the acronym E. So everything that you're, first of all, you want to be putting out new things consistently. So with your website, you want it to always be getting updated on a monthly basis on the back end and make sure the architecture and the metadata and all that stuff is up to date with what Google says, because Google runs the world in this space and you want to, you know, you want to do what they like. But when you're putting out data, you want to put it out and you want to answer the questions. Does it make me look like an expert? Does it make me look authoritative in the space? And does it make me look trustworthy? And so that is the three biggest pillars that Google has said, if you put this content out, this is what's going to help you get found in blogs and websites and social is, um, especially with inbound leads, because remember inbound leads, they already are sold on the solution. So the only right. question they're answering is, is this the place for me? So this is why things like social proof, this is why on your website, you should have reviews, not testimonials. Because testimonials is all about how great I am and the program worked for me. That's mm -hmm. really great for outbound because with outbound, they weren't sold on the solution. So now you're trying to sell them, hey, you can lose weight. Look, this person lost a bunch of weight. But with inbound, if they're searching for you, they're already sold on the solution. Now they're saying, is this the right place for me? And they're looking for reviews about the place. Not I lost a hundred pounds on this, but hey, the atmosphere is very encouraging and they did a really good job of holding me accountable. And it was very safe space for me, you know, especially as physical health. If you have people in their thirties, forties, fifties come in for maybe the, you know, hundredth time they're signing up for a gym to get in shape. Like they're sometimes wary. They're sometimes, you know, have apprehension. Uh, and so just making you setting yourself up to be an expert in your area, to be authoritative in your niche and to be trustworthy in your community are the things that, and then have a good service, obviously. Um, when you pair those together um, and you do it consistently over time, um, that's, what's going to do the breakthrough. And most gyms, they just or really small businesses in general, they just give up before, you know, before they're ready. Like, and I use real estate as an example. Um, it's not really a small business, but a lot of ways you work for yourself, you're a contractor, like year one, you post on social media in real estate, what happens? People see it and they're like, oh gosh, another person in real estate, mm -hmm. everybody's brother, cousin, uncle. Year two, they're like, oh, you're still in real estate. Mm -hmm. I still get people reaching out to me and I haven't been in real estate in five years going, Hey, I need help buying a house. Like, could you do this or that? Because they've just seen me post consistently for year after year after year. And in their head, yeah. you know, I had someone reach out to me. It's been a couple of years now, but several years after I left real estate. And they were like, I know so-and-so. And he said, I need to talk to you about real estate. 
Well, the person he knew was someone I was like in youth group with in, in like junior high and high school that I hadn't talked to in a decade, but he had just seen me for years talk about real estate and post to be an expert, be authoritative and be trustworthy. And so then when his friend said, Hey, I'm, I'm going to buy a house. He's like, Oh, you have to talk to this person. This is the authoritative expert who's trustworthy that I know in my niche. And it's because you just do the same thing, same message year in, year out. Um, and you just gotta, you gotta get past the the breaking point of success. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So Houston, uh, so somebody goes to your website, nine, seven display. What, by the way, where did the name come from? You know, I came in post acquisition. Um, yeah. so I, the founder is I've never met. He's in California now. Huh. Uh, I believe it started in his garage and it was the cheapest way to copyright the name from the designer that he had. So no fun story behind it. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> and so when somebody goes to the website and they're like, okay, well, all I know is yes, I would love to be increasing our conversions, our inbound, uh, you know, maybe coming up with some better ideas on outbound, you know, lead gen, that sort of thing. Um, where do they begin? You know, if, if they're kind of like, oh, okay, I'm interested in learning more, uh, what do they do when they go to the website? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously like most websites, we have a lead form. So once you do that, we're very consultative. So one of the things that we do is we meet with everyone one-on-one and we go through our full offerings and then we do a needs assessment to make sure we're a good fit because we don't do contracts with people, especially in the small business world. I don't want anyone locked in where they feel like they have to pay. I want them to feel like they get to pay, uh, because we're providing so much value. And so, um, you know, because of that, we really need someone to stick around for, you know, a while before we're in the black, right? So if someone signs up and we build them a website for, you know, a slow monthly payment, and then they leave a month later, we're going to lose money on that. And so we're very vested in, hey, we only want to work with people who are going to be a good fit for us. And we're going to be a good fit for them, if that makes sense. And so we kind of go through, there's no like sign up where you just sign up and pay, and then you get a service, like you go through a, a, you know, a one-on-one consultation with, um, someone here that knows and loves the brand uh, to make mm. sure we be a good fit, answer questions, make sure you're using all the tools and, and that where you want to be aligns with what you're getting from us. Um, and then if it's a good fit, um, we build you a brand new website on a custom platform and it's up and running in about 20 to 30 days. Awesome. All right. Houston Goodwin, CEO of 97 Display, found on the web at 97display.com. Thank you so much, Houston, for joining us. Perfect. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, 
seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.